25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to. They are who we thought they were. And we let them out the hook. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the West right tight. That's left. 372 Y6. The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. All right. Just like that, we started, man. This is underway. This show has officially begun here with you on this Thursday. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance. Across the great state of Mississippi, your hometown heroes. That's your local Farm Bureau insurance agent. Somebody you can deal with one-on-one, face-to-face. Isn't there a song? Here we are, face-to-face. What was that? Oh, a couple of silver spoons. Remember that show, Beaver? Do you re- are you old enough to remember silver spoons growing up? I do remember silver spoons, mostly because all last season, anytime I referred to uh, Garrett Schrader, I called him Ricky Schroeder. <laughs> yeah, Ricky Schroeder. And I can see why you would do that. Um, yeah, I mean... I'd have to look it up. If I'm just guessing off the top of my head, Beaver, I would guess, you know, we're probably talking about somewhere in the neighborhood of about 83 to 85, 86, when I think that show would have been on. You think I'm in a ballpark? I'll check you. You're going to check it and see? Yep. All right. Beaver will have the answer for us in just a sec. That's my guess on it. I will admit, I want to hear the dates first. Because I don't know what age I was. I just know I was young. Had to be early 80s. But even as a young kid, it's weird. I, I, you know, I don't know if I should admit, admit this or not. But even as a young kid, I remember thinking, man, Ricky Schroeder's mom is hot. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever age I was, I was old enough to think that, I think. You know, or beautiful. Um, I don't know who that was, who that actress was, but yeah, that's where we are. That's how we're starting today's show. Yep. Okay. What were your dates? I think I said what, I guess somewhere in the neighborhood of 82, 83 up to about 86. All right. Well, Matt Wyatt, September 25th, 1982. Hey, to May 11th, 1986. Wow! Total guess and pretty much nailed it. I have mastered, I don't know if you can tell though, Beaver, I have mastered the art of like making a prediction or answering a question broadly enough that I've got a better chance of being right. <clears throat> Do you see how I did that? I said, I'm thinking like somewhere in around 82, 83. <laughs> You know, I didn't just say 82, but I'll take it. You know, we're in the ballpark. Yeah, okay, silver spoons. Here we are face-to-face. A couple of silver spoons. <laughs> uh, Steven, listening, uh, he tweeted me, okay, so we're talking Aaron Gray. Is that the name of the actress that was Ricky Schro- Schroeder's mom? Yeah. 
Beaver, why'd you say it that way? <laughs> oh, I was just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I say yes. Aaron Gray, Beaver, immediately responds, yeah. <laughs> you didn't even realize you did it. <laughs> I, I, I didn't. Mm. And now half of our audience is doing you know what. Googling Aaron Gray. <laughs> Bingo. To which they'll be greeted with, well, there's a lot of pictures here, but there's a few in <laughs> so it's a leotard. So they'll enjoy that. Oh, they'll enjoy that one. Yeah. Okay. That'll be the first one they come up with. All right. I know they're Googling it. I know that's what's going on. All right. There's one in a nightgown. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> there's some racy pictures on here. Of okay. Aaron Gray. Now, look, if you're listening, if you weren't motivated previously to go Google Aaron Gray, Ricky Schroeder's mom. Now you're really motivated. Get the phone out and Google. Okay, look. Again, all right, so I was born in 76. The show starts in 82. I'm watching it 83, 84. I'm an eight, nine-year-old boy. It was about the right time to start thinking, man, that is a beautiful woman. (laughs) And if my wife is watching this, she's going, Matt, would you just move on? Would you just move on? Uh, I don't know how, why, you never know how, why you start things. Sometimes it just comes up. So here we are um, on Facebook, watching the live stream. Thomas says, wasn't she in Buck Rogers? I don't know anything about Buck Rogers. Now, I've heard of it. Don't know that I've ever watched it. So I wouldn't know. Uh, oh, and I got your question on Facebook. You're asking about uh, Blaze Jordan in terms of the Major League Draft. I'm going to give you the update, watching a draft tracker. We're going to get into that stuff. Y'all text me on the Country Pleasing text line, 885-ESPN. That's the number. Text me, 885-ESPN. Call me on the Divinity phone, Divinity Equipment, Madison and Jackson. I got a text this morning. All kinds of new deals going on here in the month of June for uh, Divinity Equipment. Let me give you a taste. I'll give you some throughout the show. Um, they have extended the deal on Kubota's of the 84-month 0% interest plus 90 days with no payments. So in terms of a time to go buy it, now's the time to buy it. If you've just been putting it off or wondering about price, you're not going to make a payment for 90 days and 0% interest for 84 months. You have it paid for then now's the time, hands down. I'll give you some more stuff later. So y'all call me. Divini phone number is 995-1059. You call that number, you talk to me. 995-1059. But speaking of Facebook, Beaver, I need you to be my um, my shrink for a minute. I need some help with something. A little advice. I need to bounce something off of you. Need an honest opinion. Okay. Uh. Do you ever think about being a psychiatrist, going into psychology? Do you have those kind of abilities or no? (laughs) Matt, before I was roped into this radio profession Mm -hmm. back in 2005, 2006, um, that's what I was going to school for, is to major in psychology. Isn't that weird that I ask that and then there you are? Okay, well, here's, here's an opportunity for you. What do you think about all this? I was talking to my wife this morning. I did something yesterday on the show. We live stream, video live stream, this radio show from the studio here, 
on Facebook and on Twitter Periscope. And Periscope is obviously not nearly as mainstream as Facebook is. And it does really good numbers. I mean, really good numbers on that live stream, pretty much, you know, pretty much everyone, some more than others. You know how it is. And so, Beaver, what that means is you haven't seen it in here, but what it is for me, it's a normal radio studio, a million different computers and screens. And of course, I can hear you and we can talk and communicate and type back and forth. I got a call screen, text line, all that. But there's also a device up here that is the camera and streaming device. Uh, connected to software that's sending it out everywhere. And it has a screen where I see what the people see. If somebody's watching the screen, they see the same thing I see. And that is I see myself, I see the background. There's just this constant reminder sitting right in front of my face that I'm on camera. Okay, there are lights in here and all this. It's, it's like, you know, having a studio lit up. Yesterday on the show, I know this is a really long going around the corner here to tell you this, Beaver, but yesterday I only streamed on video the first hour of the show. For the second hour, I, I turned it off. I didn't do the stream just so that I could just do radio. I turned all the you know, studio lights off and just sat down here or, or stood here at the mic and did a radio show. And I think I discovered something or just confirmed something I already felt. I am much more comfortable internally and in my own skin just talking on the radio and not being seen mm. there's something about and i like the facebook i love it okay and especially when you know people ask questions or bring up certain you know feedback and all that i like all that but there's something about the lights being on and knowing that i'm on that camera and people see me that there's a little bit of uptightness and I don't, it doesn't feel the same as it does as when it, when I just don't have video and I just do the radio show, I'm more comfortable just talking and they can't see me yet. I have this other side of me that I feel like it's very necessary in 2020 to, to stream it for people to be able to see it. Um, the numbers are really good and it really helps sponsors. We're able to put other stuff out there and make sure people on social media can you know, uh, know about our sponsors, all that helps, but I'm struggling with, um, I feel like being seen is affecting the job that I do on the radio. All right. So that's where I am. So what's your response to all that? Being seen is affecting your job. Hmm. Well, I guess in comparison to how it felt yesterday to not stream it, and to just, there are no studio lights making you sweat. There's no camera in front of your face. It's just me and this microphone. And, and therefore, there was this comfortable feeling of, it's just me talking to the people listening on the radio, which is kind of what I've always done. Mm -hmm. It just felt more comfortable. That's all I'm saying. Well, as a licensed practicing psychologist, <laughs> yeah, right. um, I would... <clears throat> I would say that that's your that's your ego battling with the super ego. Uh, they've both suppressed the id, and I feel like when it really gets down to it, somewhere along the way, you've been facing abandonment issues. <laughs> oh, now, now let's delve into your past, Matt. Um, I think I think we can we can go back and we can pinpoint it on 
somewhere along the way, you didn't get enough love, and it was probably from Jackie Sherrill. <laughs> and my expert opinion. Hey, is this going to end with you hypnotizing me? <laughs> is that how we're going to... Is that what we're headed for here? <laughs> <I think so. laughs> because I don't believe in that, by the way. There's no such thing as hypnotism. I don't either. Okay. Have you ever, has anybody ever tried to hypnotize you? Yeah. At my old station, uh, we were going to do, see, I have a fear of snakes. And <laughs> okay, they wanted me to do a, some kind of stunt on, for the show with a snake. Uh -huh. I was like, no. No, no, no. Someone called in and said they were actually legitimately like a real licensed, you know, hypnotherapist. Okay. Hypno okay. All right. So he, I said, okay. I, I didn't believe in it, but for the sake of the show, I went with it. He came on and he did his whole thing, you know, on the air and trying to hypnotize me. And he did the whole, like, on the count of three, when I snap my fingers, you'll bark like a, bark like a dog. <laughs> Matt, I acted. I was very proud of myself. I acted the whole thing out. I barked like the dog, and he's like, oh, and you're going to chase this ball. And I chased the ball across the studio, all those very small studios. <laughs> I acted 100% like this was real. Okay, I had two co-hosts. One, one of them had a feeling I was faking, but the main host was totally fooled. He didn't know until about three hours later I told him, no, that was all fake. <laughs> Fantastic. What did the guy think, though? Did he know you faked it? Oh, the guy had no idea. He was so satisfied with himself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He left the studio, and he was probably thinking he did something. Yeah. Would have liked to have been there with him when he heard you say, no, nah, I was faking it the whole time. <laughs> yeah. it's Look, y'all, it's hypnotism. It's not real. Um, I am an individual who I can 100% guarantee you that it's not anywhere even near possible to hypnotize me. Ain't happening. It's not real. Don't believe in it one second. Okay. But I'm just glad we're not headed there to you're going to try to hypnotize me. No, I liked your answer. You know why, Beaver? Because it's funny. Thank you for being funny and making me laugh. I will not suppress or discourage your sense of humor on this show. I can't say that about other shows that you work and that you produce. I can't. I'm not saying anything about it one way or the other. I'm just saying that on this show, your, your natural comedic timing and abilities will not be discouraged. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> on that note... <clears throat> Here's a text on the Country Pleasing text line at 885-ESPN from Brooksy McJack that says, Face it, Matt, we have heads for radio. We really do. We, uh, Chris, we are not made for television or anything like that other than a little comedic relief. Or like this, Chris, my mother, who's watching in Wetumpka, Alabama, the live stream on Facebook, commented and said, Your mom likes to see you. <laughs> I don't go visit enough so she can see me on the in, in fact she would text me every now and then and keep, she was keeping up with my weight loss wanting to make sure I was okay because she's watching me on Facebook built in advantages there all I'm saying is I act different I find you know I make I got the television background, so I, I naturally I make eye contact with the camera sometimes because I know there are people on the other side of it. And that's 
I think, part of media in 2020. But the fact is, it does affect how you think and how you act versus when you're not on camera and kind of battling that. I don't really know. Right now, nothing's changing. I'm just going to continue video streaming the show every day, just like we're doing. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not changing anything. But I talked about it with Annabeth this morning. She said, hmm. She goes, well, I wonder if you could, if it would be the same. I wonder if people would care to, you know, listen to your show if you streamed it on Facebook, but it was just audio. Like you had a really nice graphic and things that are on the screen that are actually being talked about in the upcoming schedule and all that. But you could hear it. You just didn't see you in the studio. Would people actually listen that way? And I'm like, well, maybe. But then if somebody wanted to listen online, they could just do it at thezone1059.com and, you know, different things like that. So, But it was noticeable for me yesterday. The difference between hour one, the way I kind of felt behind this microphone because we're they can see me versus hour two when they couldn't see me. I kicked back an hour two, man. Relaxed. <laughs> no pressure. <clears throat> no squinting because there's a light in your face. All right, a couple other texts here. Country pleasing text line. True Maroon said, hey, hey to you. I need to know more about this picture that you sent. Looks like maybe you sent to somebody else. True Maroon, that is like an outdoor grill um, and a bar. It looks like homemade, and it's all wood, finished wood, really nice looking with the words Quarantina on there. I need to know more about what this is. All right? Yeah, that looks neat. He built it out on his deck, and it looks cool. He's got he's got all that set up there. I wish I could build things, man. Oh, I, I can't too. build anything. I can't either, Beaver. I can put things together and I'm I'm relatively handy, but I just cannot go buy lumber and start building stuff. I wish I could. You're the same way. Hey, does your dad do it? Can your dad do that? Yeah. Big L has he's he's good at cars, he's good at building, and he I did not get those things passed on to me. Look, Beaver, it's funny how so often you and I, we are similar in, in certain things. We It's like we're still learning about each other on this show. We haven't been doing it together that long. I'm the same way. My dad can build anything from scratch, has. I'm talking about anything from decks to screened-in porches to adding on to a barn to building a whole house, has done all of it, can do yeah. anything. I can't, I don't get I didn't get it. And I hung out with him all the time. Yeah, I just didn't get it. I, I, I guess I didn't pay attention. Maybe I was just a slow learner. I don't know. I don't know if it's natural ability or not paying attention, but I didn't get it just like you. Wish I did. At this age, oh, man, wish I did. Greg on Facebook says, nice shirt. This is a uh, really a favorite shirt of mine, a button-up. From the uh, Mississippi State University golf course. Got the baseball logo on it. Uh, Flowtown Ghost. This is, uh, how about this? Flowtown Ghost sent me a story on the country pleasing text line from AL.com that says Jermaine Funny Main Johnson charged with inciting a riot after Birmingham protest. Jermaine Funny Main Johnson. He's a, a YouTube star. 
he is very funny. He's done a lot of Alabama football stuff, very well known in Alabama, but really just on the internet, very well known, very popular. Has had sponsorship deals, um, has collaborated with other big-time YouTubers. He's very well known, very funny guy. Does a lot of sports stuff. But they have charged him with inciting a riot. The headline or the post said that under Alabama law, a person commits the crime of inciting a riot if he or she commands, solicits, incites, or urges another person to engage in tumultuous or violent conduct of any kind that's likely to cause or create a grave risk of public terror or alarm. The charge is a Class A misdemeanor. I did not know that until you sent it, Flowtown Ghost, so thank you. Uh, Red Rebel on the country, please, in text line. He said, Matt, that just proves you truly have a face for radio. <laughs> LOL. And maybe that's what it is. When you know you're not there um, because you are beautiful. <laughs> What's that line on those commercials? Or They used to have, don't hate me because I'm beautiful. When you know you, that people aren't looking at you because you're beautiful, they're, they're, they're supposed to look at you for another reason. <laughs> then maybe therefore you're more self-conscious. Uh, Doggone said, Matt, here's the bottom line. You're just radio show. Better be so great that it makes up for the lost numbers from video. Otherwise, suck it up, big boy. Turn on the camera and let her rip. Yeah, we're not changing anything as of yet. And today, I've gotten comments on Facebook so far from my mother and my mother-in-law. So, no more misbehaving, Beaver, the rest of the show. Here we are in the Farm Bureau studio, Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance. Did y'all, uh, you ready to go? Y'all perked up, ready for a Thursday show? Plenty to get to today. We, we've already gotten started, but a long way to go with you. Uh, so you got energy? You sleep well last night? Yeah, I got some sleep last night. Yeah, my wife told me about it. Uh, I actually went to bed early uh, last night. I was like tired yesterday. I went to bed early. I don't remember her uh, coming into the room, lights getting turned on and off. You know, uh, we have two little miniature schnauzers, sort of miniature, that uh, sleep at the foot of the bed. I don't remember them making any noise, nothing. I slept like a rock. She told me this morning that, that I, she's like, you were not only snoring, you were making all kinds of noise. <laughs> Like some kind of weird snoring, like deep, deep sleep snoring that I was apparently doing last night. And I'm telling you, I sleep so much better these days on this mattress from Nest and Wild. I don't know if I told you about it, but listen, uh, it is a quality, quality mattress. It is a top shelf sleep from Nest and Wild. And the best thing about it, it's a Mississippi company like I... I know the people involved, nestandwild.com. That's uh, a great Mississippi company. Everything with the mattress and the base is 100% American-made. 
100% American-made, top to bottom. Everything that you order, mattress, base, pillow top, it all is American-made. Every mattress they sell from the twin size on up to the biggest king size and everything in between, they're all 12 inches thick, not 8, not 10, like a lot of the ones you're sleeping on now. It's just nestandwild.com. And listen, it, they'll deliver it to you within five days to your doorstep. Okay, you can sleep on it for up to 99 nights while you make a decision. That's right. And you're getting a quality product. You're going to sleep better. I'm telling you, you will sleep better. Nestandwild.com. Use code BULLY20, B-U-L-L-Y-2-0. Get a 20% discount. You'll be glad you did it. Reservoir Dog on the Country Pleasing text line said, After you hypnotize Matt, tell him that when I snap my fingers, he needs to give me season tickets. <laughs> I, it's not possible. Hip, you know, Hypnotism is not real. It doesn't work. Uh, it's not a real thing. And simply put, there's no legitimate way to hypnotize me. It ain't happening. Rusty said, I could hypnotize you. I just have to find the right hammer. Yes. Now, now we're talking. That's, that's how you hypnotize someone. Don't do it. But that's the real kind of hip, hypnotism. Uh, True Maroon got your video. Yes. Really cool. I watched it. He, um, he made this uh, like this homemade, made it out of wood, finished wood, uh, a bar on his back porch. He says, the bar we made during the quarantine. You talk about being productive during quarantine. He's like got an outside grill on his back porch, and he built this whole little outdoor kitchen and bar. Grilling is my favorite thing to do, he says. That's the bar we made. And then he showed me the other side of it, and there's like different teams and his favorite teams and logos and stuff that are kind of branded into this, you know, finished wood. I did notice that in the background you were listening to the song uh, Taking Care of Business. I did notice that. So yeah, you got good taste in music also. And uh, on the uh, hypnotism subject, Nick says... Carrie Underwood hypnotizes me every Sunday night during football season. <laughs> it's real. <clears throat> well, maybe it is. I'm sure you're not the only one, Nick. All right. Uh, first thing out of the gates today, Owen was asking me on Facebook about the Major League Draft. So last night in the first, okay, the first overall pick in this five-round Major League Draft was the home run hitter out of Arizona State. Broke Barry Bonds' home run record out there. They took him number one. Then down at number 14, a Bulldog came off the board. With the 14th pick of the 2020 MLB Draft, the Texas Rangers select Justin Foscue, a second baseman from Mississippi State University. Well, Foscu went from a light-hitting third baseman as a freshman uh, to a slugging second baseman last year. He fixed his stance, according to scouts. The result was a 564 slug, 14 home runs that sophomore year. Uh, had a fairly significant leg kick that he toned down this spring. Great results. Um, at his best, some scouts see 
a comp to Dustin Pedroia with the ability to do damage with his bat while playing a solid defense at second base. Justin Foscue, the former Mississippi State Bulldog, going to the Texas Rangers. Harold, what do you think of this pick? Well, I think they got some great coaching at Mississippi State. You know, they have some, a couple other infielders that might go in this draft as well. When I watched him, very smooth actions defensively. He's going to hit, but I think he might be able to play other positions as well if you want to experiment on him. But he's got great actions as you get a chance to look here. Consistent, going to catch the ball for you. And that's what you want when you're playing this position. But I think when you play with great competition and guys around you, you get better. All right, so Foscu goes number 14. There's a whole bunch of SEC guys in the first round. Okay, and then at number 30, the 30th overall pick, the Orioles, who had another pick early in the first round, took an SEC guy, Kerstad, out of uh, Arkansas. Uh, They come back, they take Jordan Westberg, the shortstop out of Mississippi State. With the 30th pick of the 2020 MLB draft, the Baltimore Orioles select Jordan Westberg, a shortstop from Mississippi State. Well, a big night for Mississippi State baseball. Justin Foscue, his uh, double play partner teammate, he went 14th overall tonight to the Texas Rangers. Uh, this kid, Westberg, big-time performer, tied a College World Series single-game record with seven RBIs in 2018 against North Carolina. Most people know him simply as the Banana Man. For real, he created a rally banana phenomenon during the <laughs> Mississippi State College World Series run. Had fans all over Omaha going bananas for the Bulldogs. Well, I, I was watching him. I was going bananas <laughs> for his ability. This guy's got some talent. I, I, I like him more at third base. I think he may end up over there instead of shortstop. But I, but I don't think he's going to strike out much. You saw the power is going to play. He makes a lot of contact. I think it's a lot to do with the approach he has, and that will consistently carry on. It not a lot of movement that allows him to, to get to the ball and strike it consistently. I don't see a lot of strikeout, but big night for the Bulldogs. Yeah, man. man. Uh, Tim Congratulations. Corman, you've seen this guy up close. Uh, scouts think in, at the next level he could be a 2020 type of middle infielder. Uh, would you agree with that assessment? Yeah, I, w- I would say that. Tools makes him very exciting. I mean, this is a kid who can really, really run. Uh, he can hit. You saw the flat swing right there on video, and there's some strength. I mean, he can clip balls out of the ballpark. So now you're looking at Kerstead as an outfielder and a guy like Westberg who can play shortstop and, to Harold's point, possibly third base. But I think this is 6'3", 200 pounds. He moves well. He's agile, and he can really throw, too. So that's Westberg going to Baltimore, 30th overall pick. Um, I mentioned early in the first round, so the second overall pick. The number two pick out of the gate, the Orioles had that one. They took um, Heston Kerstad from Arkansas. Uh, they they think he's an outfielder, so uh, they take an outfielder there early. They come back, take Westberg at 30. A couple of Orioles picks are out of the SEC in the first round last night. Two first-round picks for Mississippi State. They are the middle infielders. You know, you think about it, they're one of the lead double-play duos in a country. And certainly one of the better hitting, if not the best hitting, uh, middle infield duo in the country. And you didn't get to see them play together uh, in their last year at Mississippi State. So that's really kind of disappointing for State fans, but you're happy for them. Uh, A lot of SEC guys. Now, I mentioned the number one overall pick last night for the Tigers was a guy named Spencer Torkelson. First baseman, Arizona State, big-time hitter. His nickname's Tork. That's who it is. He's 19, right? Is he 19 years old? I think that's right. Uh, Kerstad out of Arkansas at number two. 
Okay, a kid, a pitcher out of Minnesota at number three goes to Miami. Okay, then at number four, you had Asa Lacey, the left-handed pitcher out of Texas A&M to the Royals. And at number five, the Blue Jays took Austin Martin, a third baseman from Vandy. So three of the first five picks are out of the SEC. Yeah. Then at number six, you had Emerson Hancock, the big right-hander from Georgia, drafted by Seattle at sixth overall. Um, there were a bunch of other SEC guys that got taken. A bunch of high school kids, too. You saw them go, as you usually do. Uh, Louisville was pretty well represented in the first round. I think they had at least two players drafted in the first round. A uh, big left-handed pitcher out of Tennessee went 11th overall to, to the uh, White Sox, Garrett uh, Crochet. Big, tall, 6'6", flamethrower. All right, right after that pick of the Tennessee kid at number 11, the 12th overall pick, first round, Cincinnati Reds took Austin Hendrick, an outfielder from Pennsylvania. He was a Mississippi State signee. A lot of people keeping an eye on that. So he goes in the top 15 picks. He's likely, you think, you know, likely headed to pro baseball. Um, and there were a bunch of other SECs in there. Um, no other names. Now, one notable absence in last night's first round, JT Ginn. We've been talking about how a lot of these services, Baseball America, others say well, that's the number one prospect out of Mississippi is still JT Ginn, even though he's hurt. Well, he didn't get taken in the first round. Second round of the rounds, you know, today, they're only doing five. Um, so he's still out there. JT Ginn's still out there for somebody to go and get. And you think about it, if somebody goes and drafts a JT Ginn, who's expected to come back and be fully healthy at some point. If they can go get him in the second round after last year, he was a, or two years ago, he's a first round pick, then a lot of value there for sure. There's your baseball update for you. Coming up next, our countdown of 100 teams in 100 days. It's next in the Farm Bureau studio. Stick around. Yes, I'm here. Sure am. Today, June the 11th, National Corn on the Cob Day. Going out there and get some corn on the cob. <laughs> yep, I'm all about it. The Lord gave me the right kind of teeth for uh, eating corn on the cob. There's this memory in our family of uh, I was like three years old. We were visiting my grandmother and grandfather in uh, Clanton, Alabama. And I was sitting on the steps of their barn eating a raw piece of sweet corn. Corn on the cob, sweet corn. Not cooked anything, just shucked it. And they gave it to me and I was sitting there eating it. I was like three. I've been eating corn ever since. Today is National Corn on the Cob Day. Um, the way I like to cook it, if it's some of that that's already packaged, you know, it's already been shucked, <laughs> just boil it. <clears throat> boil it in, in water on the stove. Put butter on it, pick it up and eat it. But I will tell you, somebody revealed to me a few years ago, you got some that's, you know, still, you know, it's just been picked and that's it. It's still, the husk still all, you know, covering it. 
Just take the whole thing, husk and all, stick it in the microwave for about four and a half, five minutes. Halfway through it, roll it over. And no joke, it will cook that corn inside the, uh, the shuck perfectly. And then it just peels right off and everything just comes right off. Now, it's hot as all get out, but that's a great way to cook it. Just a tip there. Microwavable <laughs> corn on the cob. Freshly picked corn on the cob. Happy National Corn on the Cob Day to, as they say, all y'all. Jonathan made a funny comment on the Country Pleasing text line. Jonathan said, how does a Mississippi State fan not believe in hypnotism? That Sylvester Croom offense from a for a few years would put me down into a trance every Saturday. Hardy har. That's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one, Jonathan. Hey, uh, coming up, the countdown of 100 teams in 100 days, which now, uh, welcome to the show, uh, Matt Anderson Properties, uh, every day now, from now until September the 5th, our countdown of 100 teams in 100 days is going to be presented by Matt Anderson Properties with National Land Realty. Tell you more about him and how you can get in touch, what they can do. He can help you in the land purchasing area. He can help you if you're selling it as well. Tell you more about that. Coming up, though, we got uh, text here says we also lost the number 12. What is this big? It was coming in and out. What is that? I got an un I got a text from an unnamed texture. Didn't make any sense. I think it was a typo. All right, uh, Anthony from Tupelo says this. Brother, I ain't a psychologist. I like the use of the word ain't very confidently. Attaboy. He says, brother, I ain't a psychologist, but I would just about bet you. Uh, so you've read all these folks sending in messages that say you have a face for radio. Subconsciously, you probably have some subtle insecurities because of it. He says, you just got to block out all that noise. He says, I would just about bet your mother loves seeing your face for this two hours of the day. Plus, with all the. Oh, I see what you're saying. With all the Mississippi State golf course apparel you promote, I bet they love you streaming. These folks are just jealous because you got your own radio show and they don't. <laughs> I appreciate it. And then he followed it up. Uh, Anthony said, I'm not a major league scout, but when I watch Ginn pitch, the impression I get is with all the movement he gets on the ball, he would uh, flourish in the majors as a fifth, sixth, and seventh guy. And that's it. All the movement, too, is somebody – he doesn't have to ramp it up there at 96, 97 and throw his arm out all the time to in order to get people out. So – I think that's why, you know, he'll go today. Somebody will draft him today. And we'll get to see uh we'll get to see all that get started. Walton said, I hate we didn't get to watch Fosk and Westy their final year. Many others at that. And I, I agree. It it really is a a disappointing thing. No doubt about it. But life deals you lemons, whether it's as a person or as a fan, you just have to make lemonade, right? Hey, here we go. Time for the countdown of 100 teams, 100 days. It's at number 86 today, 86 days from September the 5th. It's the final countdown. 100 teams, 100 days. 
The Countdown is presented by Matt Anderson Properties, a member of National Land Realty. Call Matt Anderson at 408-5155. That's 408-5155. All right, here we go. Team number 86, The Countdown, presented by Matt Anderson Properties with National Land Realty. They can help you buy or sell that piece of property. With Land 360 Interactive Touring, that's 360-degree interactive touring, you can look at a property, view it without ever having to set foot on there. He can also help you if you're selling your property. Get comprehensive internet traffic reports for your listing with Matt Anderson. Call him, 408-5155, 408-5155. Team number 86 on the countdown is... From, where are they? In the American Athletic Conference? Yeah, that's right. Tulane. Here's a fight song. What do you think? Tulane fight song? I don't mind it. It's a little old school, isn't it? I don't mind it at all. Uh, the Tulane Green Wave, they are going to uh, begin the season not 86 days from today. Uh, they have scheduled a Thursday season opener, Thursday, September the 3rd. We'll see if that happens, but uh, they're going to open against uh, southeastern Louisiana. And then pretty cool, week two, Tulane makes a trip to uh, Big Ten country, up to Chicago, where they would play Northwestern in Week 2. Week 3, Tulane hosts Navy. And then check out Weeks 4 and Week 5 for Tulane. Back-to-back, they go to Mississippi State in Starkville on Saturday, September 26th, and then go to Houston the following week to start the month of October. So the first five weeks of the season for Tulane, three of the five are road games. One of the home games is Navy. Not easy. But the three road games, Northwestern, Mississippi State, and Houston. Now, uh, they're, they're good. They're a competitive, good, physical, winning football team and program. Under uh, Willie Fritz, tell you more about that. If you look at them last year, Last year, Tulane began the season five and one. Their only loss was a was at Auburn, twenty four to six. Was you know it was a, a more of a competitive game at Auburn than the score would actually lead you to believe, twenty four to six. You know, relatively low scoring, but they were good. The thing is, they started the season five and one in their first six games. In the last six games of the regular season, they went one and five. They get into a bowl game, though. They played Southern Miss, as we mentioned the other day, in the Armed Forces Bowl and whipped up on them pretty good to get their seventh win. They beat Southern Miss 30-13 uh, to 13 in that bowl game back in January. So uh, they were a seven-win team a year ago, 6-6 six and six in the regular season. But you go 5-1 and one, and then go 1-6 and six down the home stretch with losses on the road at Memphis, on the road at Navy. They beat Tulsa and then finished a the year on three straight losses at Temple, a close three-point loss at home to UCF, really good ball game, and then lost by 17 points in the season finale on the road at SMU. So that's what happened to him a year ago. Uh, a little more about it. I mentioned to you Willie Fritz. Um, 
Let's see. He's going into his, what, third year as the head coach at Tulane? I believe that's right. Key stats. Um, they returned 44% of the production from last year's team that went 7-6. and six. That is very, very low. Okay, so they are retooling. As compared to the other teams in the country, that's 122nd in the FBS. That's really low. So, um, you know, what you're going to see is a lot of new faces. A lot of new faces um, uh, for Tulane. If you're Mississippi State, you're going to see them. One thing you need to know is on that coaching staff, there's a familiar name, or two or three, but uh, we all are aware. The offensive coordinator for Tulane is Will Hall. Uh, was a great high school player at Amory. Won the Division II Heisman, the Harlan Hill Trophy at University of North Alabama as a quarterback up there. But he's the son of Bobby Hall, and Will is the offensive coordinator at Tulane. And at times over the years, you know, there's always just everybody's kind of been wondering, you know, at what point are we going to have a coaching opening around here or a staff around here in this state that's going to include Will. We'll see if that happens sooner or later. Anyway, that's team number 86 in the countdown of 100 teams, 100 days. Tulane out of the American Athletic Conference at number 86. Going to open on a Thursday. We'll see if that happens. And they'll make a trip to Starkville this year. The countdown of 100 teams brought to you by Matt Anderson with National Land Realty. Y'all can call him 408-5155. Hour two coming up. Stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show.